Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 3, 2020, the President has COVID-19 edition. First up, we had a very interesting fine against a travel service provider for Cuba sanctions. Generali Global agreed to pay a $5.9 million to resolve apparent violations of U.S. sanctions on Cuba. What's interesting about this is, is really several different factors. Well, number one, this is not based on new Cuba sanctions brought in under the Trump administration, this is for sanctions which occurred between 2010 and 2015. The self-reported cases stem from Cuba-related insurance reimbursements that the San Diego-based travel service provider routed through a Canadian affiliate in an attempt to avoid U.S. sanctions. The total value of the prohibited transactions was low, but it was an egregious one. Generali appeared to have acted recklessly when it intentionally avoided making direct payments to Cuban entities and then formalized a process to make them indirectly, knowing it would be illegal otherwise. Generali had codified the initial, or rather the indirect payment process for Cuba-related payments in its processing manual so that this was not simply a case of actual knowledge. This was a company business strategy. Um I uh, actually went to Cuba through this travel agency, and uh, while that was legal at the time, apparently making payments into Cuba in non-approved manners was not legal. So uh, a very interesting case. Uh, The thing that I would ask compliance practitioners to focus on is, though, is the intentionality. Uh, We recently had the Sergeant Marine case, which was a criminal FCPA case where corruption was built into the business practices. So uh, that's something that you need to be aware of. Next up, the victims of ransomware schemes and financial institutions could violate sanctions or anti-money laundering rules and face stiff penalties if they facilitate or make payments to the attackers. The notices issued by units of the Treasury's Office of Terrorism and Finance Intelligence warn victims and businesses that assisting them to be particularly wary of making ransomware payments to blacklisted individuals and entities, including hacker groups in countries such as Iran, North Korea, and Russia. The advisories come on the heels of high-profile ransomware attacks that have disrupted schools, hospitals, and global shipping. Attackers took systems offline at Universal Health Services, one of the largest change, uh, healthcare chains in the U.S. Hackers released Social Security numbers of Las Vegas-area students after school officials Decline to make payments. Of course, the problem is that uh, if you are attacked and have a ransomware claim made, you may not know where the attacker is domiciled. You may not know if it's in an illegally sanctioned or rather in a sanctioned country so that if you make a payment, you've now engaged in illegal activity. So um, uh, stiff warnings, but one that needs to be um, followed. Next up, the beloved governor of the state of Texas, Greg Abbott, has told the voters to go screw themselves by announcing that uh, you can only have one place for drop-off of uh, non-in-person ballots uh, in a county of Harris, which, as I live, it's almost 2,000 square miles. Uh, That's a near disaster. But once again, Republicans trying to stop the vote. 
The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.